13 reasons is just crushing me. But let's move on anyway. Welcome to the Youth Ministry in Motion Podcast. The show designed to keep youth workers motivated and youth ministries moving forward. Now, here's your host, blogger, speaker, and lover of nerd stuff, Paul Turner. Oh, 13 reasons, people. 13 reasons. If you haven't watched it, it's just crushing me. It's tearing me apart, and I'm only on episode nine. Oh, I don't know what to do about it. I'm just, uh, I'm just beside myself. I'm, I'm mad. I'm sad, and I am everything about it. And uh, I can't do an episode about it until I am like fully done. Okay, I just, I just cannot yet. I can't even. I don't want to talk about it until I'm ready to talk about it because um, I have a feeling it's just going to get worse <laughs> before it gets better. And uh, I will let you know my thoughts, uh, hopefully, maybe next week. If I can pull myself together, if I can somehow just maintain strength, okay? Uh, to <laughs> It's just as rough, man, if you're watching it. it's uh, If you're not familiar with it, I know I'm talking about going on about it here. So if you don't know what it's about, 13 Reasons is, is based on a book. But a young lady who commits suicide and then leaves behind messages for the various people who somewhat uh, or directly contributed to uh, her committing suicide. And it is just a, um, at times, a gut-wrenching uh, tale. And uh, so you're trying to work it out, figure it out. I'm trying to be, you know, just watch it objectively and, you know, not be, you know, whatever, but, you know, my own, you're watching and you're trying to, you're remembering you know, I'm remembering my own high school days and my own traumas and my own stuff, which, by the way, is uh, critical to being a youth worker, by the way. And if you want to work with teenagers, uh, one of the best things that can happen to you is if you still remember seventh grade. And I say, if you can remember seventh grade, you can still work with teenagers. It's when we start to forget that uh, the trauma and the drama and the, and the chaos of um, middle school or high school that we start to lose the connection. Uh, sometimes we lose it just because of memory. Sometimes we lose it because we want to lose it uh, because it is simply too painful to bear. So, all right, moving on, moving on. I'm going to move on now. I'm moving on, I promise. Deep breath, deep breath, deep breath. Okay, so apart from that, uh, I'm going through a rebranding process with our youth ministry. The name of our youth ministry currently is Fusion, which means absolutely nothing to me. Uh, I inherited that. Maybe you're like me. You've inherited these things uh, from your youth ministry, and um, you don't know what to do about it. You sort of got the name. You don't know what it is. You don't know what the context is. You, I've had this name now for nine years, and every year, not every year, but maybe probably the first three years, I tried to pitch the idea of rebranding, calling it something else, and nobody cared. Nobody cared enough. Nobody cared enough about the name or the whatever, and it was a little frustrating for me because, uh, you know, you're trying to build on something, right? In this day and age, you're supposed to build upon, you know, catchy names and what have you. And, you know, Fusion just wasn't doing it. So what I had to do was my, my alternative then is if I can't create something new, I've got to make Fusion, the name, mean something. And I don't mean like, uh, it's more like a direct correlation. Like when you think of your favorite, when you think of uh, root beer, uh, if you love root beer, you know, it doesn't even have to be a particular brand, but boy, you love root beer. And then you think, well, I like a particular kind of root beer, right? So 
as far as our context for our meetings and context for being the church, that's the deal. I'm building in the core, right, of who we are. And so fusion, so the thing I'm making, the thing I'm building, the thing that God is doing within our group is what I want kids to remember. Fusion happens to be the name of it, but that's not what we're what we're trying to do from that aspect. We're trying to say, look, fusion in in our minds and, and whatever. By the way, we over I just want to say we we probably over analyze names and we think we gotta have the coolest, brightest, hippest, coolest name in the world. And most of the kids do not care about the name of their youth group. Okay. They just don't. They just don't care about it. And um and once again, if they're like very young marketing directors, soon to be marketing directors or working in business, or maybe they care about it, but for the most part, they don't. Usually adults, pastors, associate pastors, parents, whoever, uh, care about those things. Students do not for the most part. I mean, they don't want to be named something stupid, uh, but they're not willing to put a lot of extra effort into actually making the name and all those sort of things. And I don't know if we should make them do that, right? So in the rebranding process, uh, I'm going to give you three things, three questions uh, that I ask kids, okay? And I don't even know if I, I, I read a lot of marketing books, business books. I talk about those things. I read business blogs, all that kind of stuff. I just eat that stuff up. It's just always been part of my DNA as far as uh, process and learning and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I probably from a lot of pastors growing up in the uh, church, not say growing up in the church, but working in the church in the uh, early 90s. Uh, throughout, you saw the church kind of shift and move to more business practices, uh, being being more uh, business-like. Uh, I don't know if that was all entirely great, but some good things that I did maintain from that uh, were, were, you know, what's coming out now. I, I, I like to think that I kept the best stuff and threw away everything else. So I continue to read, I continue to grow, I continue to, you know, figure those things out because that's kind of the world we live in. So the three questions, I sat my kids down one night, and I just said, look, guys, I really sent... And by the way, you, you can't vote on this. You're just going to do it, okay? You don't vote with kids and say, hey, do you think we should change the name? Maybe that was part of my problem. But I, at this point, I just said, for myself, if for nothing else, I, we're just going to do it. Because it's in the end, it's not going to matter. If there, as long as the content is the same, you can change the labels, right? If it's a, if it's a, if it's a bottle of Coca-Cola, okay and the kids know it's a bottle of Coca-Cola, they don't care what the label is. The label can say Sprite. They know it's Coca-Cola. They know it's going to taste like Coca-Cola. They know it's going to make them feel like Coca-Cola does because it's Coca-Cola. That is not to say that that the, you know, the name doesn't have any impact, but if the kids know what they're getting, your kids, your students, I, I think they're going to be fine with it. At least my kids are. I, maybe I can't speak for your kids. I'll speak for my kids. So... Um, now, listen, before we jump into this, uh, just a couple of things, okay, before I get to the three questions. I want to encourage you, if you're new, uh, thank you for joining, by the way. Thanks for giving this uh, podcast a try, uh, and uh, I hope it's enjoyable. If you want uh, the notes from this, by the way, I send it out via, uh, I, I don't include all the notes in the podcast notes. I send the podcast notes out uh, to um, you know our subscribers that are on the Fresh Impact newsletter. Would love for you to subscribe because not only you're going to get the notes, I have a thing going right now where you can get my uh, seven, uh, seven secrets to a great youth ministry, seven secrets to a great 
and successful youth ministry. And it's just stuff that I've learned over the years. Uh, they're in little worksheet forms and that kind of things. You can fill in the blank type stuff, challenge yourself there. So if you're wanting that, I encourage you to go to thedisciplesproject.net, click on resources, and uh, you can get that, and then you will receive the PDF in your email along with, eventually, the podcast notes. So let's jump into the questions that I ask my students. There are three simple questions that I ask them to answer. What do you want this youth ministry to make you feel? What do you want this youth ministry to make you think? And what do you want this youth ministry to motivate you to do or to take action on? And uh, I handed out the questions one night. Uh, I had them all sitting at tables and handed out little slips of paper and asked the first question, say, what do you guys want this youth ministry to make you feel? And uh, these are some of the answers that they gave me. Uh, by the way, we after we took up all the answers of all the three questions, the adults uh, met and we looked through and we took all the answers, got rid of the ones where they cheated off each other because they couldn't think of something, and then narrowed it down to a few. So let me just give you a a few things that they wrote down. So what do you, what do you want to feel? And our students uh, said things like peace, uh, excitement, uh, confident, joy, happy, uh, wanted, welcomed, uh, lifted, light, full, these are all great answers to a simple question, but they are so telling because when then I go back and I'm designing services and things like that, I'm keeping some of these words in mind and, and saying, listen, it, this is what they want to feel. And this is not about, by the way, this is not about just what human beings want. These are things that, that God put in us and in our students to desire to want. This is the things that, you know, that God fulfills. And we then have the opportunity as youth pastors and youth workers to come along and design youth meetings that fulfill these God-given needs that they have. And so these are all great answers that they had to feelings. Now, the next question I asked was, what do you want this youth ministry to cause you to think? In other words, when you think of the name, what do you want to come to your mind? What kind of maybe memory do you want to have? What kind of things do you want involved in there? Some of the things they said they wanted to think uh, I want to think that uh, I had fun while I was there. I want. I, I, they said I want to think about new things. Uh, I want to think that I am prepared for life. Uh, I want to think that I am spiritually challenged. Uh, I want to think that I'm accomplished. Uh, I want to think deeper. Uh, I want to think uh, selflessly. Uh, I want to think anything other than what's outside. Boy, that's a telling answer, isn't it? Anything other than what's outside. So they come, uh, that tells me they come to our youth group on a weekly basis uh, seeking refuge from a lot of things that are going on in their life out there. And uh, I now have some thoughts that I can then work with to say, okay, that I'm not just spitting in the dark here and I'm not, you know, trying to uh, create things or, or try to, uh, uh, you know, what do I want to call superimpose what I think they want uh, onto them. They're actually telling me what they want. Now I get the privilege to design meetings with uh, God in mind, obviously, directing these meetings to help fulfill some of these needs that these kids have. And the last thing is this, what do you want to be challenged to do? What kind of action do you want to be motivated to take? Once again, here are some of their answers. I want to be motivated uh, to do, to preach the gospel, to show Christianity, to do outreach, uh, to get out of my comfort zone, uh, to work on uh, the future of people coming to my church, 
Uh, I want to be challenged to live holy. Uh, I want to be challenged to pray. Uh, I want to be challenged to find my calling. Uh, I want to be challenged to be fearless and to live fearlessly. Boy, these are all so good and such great insight. These are just from three questions. You, you know, don't tell me that you can't, you know, design some, some you know, messages or, uh, or altar times or uh, things around these things. These are, these are, they're telling you exactly what they want. That is not to say that, that meetings are based exclusively on human needs, but these are all human needs that God wants to meet, and we as the youth workers get to help fulfill some of those needs. Uh, these are all things that that God would have them to do, to preach the gospel, to live holy, to uh, you know live fearlessly, to be motivated, to go out of our comfort zone, all those things. And those are ways, uh, those are things that they're giving us and, and giving us the, uh, the information that we can then design youth meetings around to help them do and fulfill some of these God-given desires that they have. And so uh, the three questions are, are super simple. Uh, you can ask your youth group that and then begin to move forward in your rebranding process. So now, what did I draw from that as far as a new name? Well, the word that I found there under feelings was we want to feel lifted. And the thing about that word, it just, you know, it just struck me. It just, uh, I want to feel lifted, which tells me that when they come in, sometimes they're just down. Uh, they're they're just they're just down for the count and say I want to feel lifted and not only that right not only do they want to be lifted but they want the opportunity to uh, lift up other people as well and then in the third component uh, that we're able to actually lift up uh, Jesus right and you know that's part of worship and word and all those things and uh, you know Jesus said if I be lifted up. I will draw all men unto me. And so that excited me. That just gave me a brand new uh, vision, you know, for what we could do as a youth ministry. And I was uh, uh, just super stoked about it. And, uh, and so in doing this with your own youth ministry, once again, just be reminded that your kids have these human needs. They want to feel, they want to think, and they want to do. And you can take these things and simply ask the simple questions, even if, it, even if you're not rebranding, even if you're not going for a new name. Maybe it's just a once-a-year type of audit you do or a quarterly audit or something like that where you're able to uh, just listen. And they, once again, all these were done anonymously as well. Uh, they don't, you know, nobody has to put their name on it or anything like that. And so if I could close this uh, with, uh, with some encouragement for you, uh, that your kids uh, have needs uh, and that you are the person that they're going to come to on a weekly basis, one of the people, uh, there are teachers, there are coaches, there are parents, uh, but there, there are going to be times when, when students are going to come to you saying, hey, I have these needs. Can you help me with this? And, uh, and so our youth ministries become great places uh, whether, you know, regardless of the name, that we're building in an identity into our youth ministry where kids get to know uh, what the church is about, not what our denomination is about, not what, what those things are about, not even so much uh, the, the, the core doctrines, although they are important. But uh, kids are coming in, they want to feel, they want to think, and they want to do. And so my encouragement is, if you, uh, uh, your youth ministry, uh, you know, if you want your youth ministry to, to be on their minds and saying, well, I, you know, why do I want to come to youth group? Why do I want to do this? Well, it's all going to be connected to how they want to feel, how they want to think, and what they want to do, and what we're challenging them to do. 
Here's a quote from Bernadette Jiwa, and she says in one of her blogs, she says, branding might enable you to be top of mind. Top of mind isn't the same as close to heart. And then she says, ask Microsoft. See, we can have all the great promotional tools. We can have all the great uh, uh, putting it out there that, yes, they know that our youth ministry exists, but that doesn't mean that they're close in heart to it. That doesn't mean they're close to us or our leaders or our church. It just means that they know the activities are coming up. And what we have the privilege of doing in branding our youth ministry is that we get to connect not just on the intellectual level, but on the heart level. And that's where teenagers live. All right. Well, that's it for today, guys. I appreciate you guys being a part of the Youth Ministry Emotion podcast today. I certainly hope that you uh, feel motivated. You feel like this podcast is moving your youth ministry forward. Uh, feel free to go by the iTunes store, by the way, if you enjoyed this, and go leave me some stars, some comments if you enjoyed it. would love to hear from you. You can always hit me up at thedproject.com. And uh, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.